grasp this concept quickly. If anyone in this room is looking for an instructor, a drill instructor, a sergeant or lieutenant to get you through this academy, get up and get out now. It's not going to happen. I'm not here to get you through the academy. That's not my function. It's not my job. My job is to place obstacles in front of you. It's your job to develop a process and how to get through those obstacles and move forward. My job is to make things uncomfortable. Uncomfort, discomfort promotes change, promotes better habits. From there, it's up to you whether you develop the self-discipline to sustain those habits moving forward. Make sense? Yes, sir. If you're looking from the outside, for outside factors to get you through this academy, do not come back on the 8th. Is that clear? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Fido Talk with Dave Thompson. On today's episode, I'd like to get into reacting versus responding as a leader. I'd like to talk about what happens when we react versus when we respond and the differences in situations when we have the time to respond as opposed to when we just react or we're in a situation where time doesn't afford us the luxury of responding. So let's jump right into it. Um, when, when we talk about reacting, a reaction is usually an emotional base response to something. And I think if we really think about it, we've all been in situations and, and in different incidences where we react, um, and we react mainly because the the physical response that we are experiencing is you know a a higher heart rate our heart rate's going up um we've conditioned ourselves to that fight or flight response and at that point our our emotions kick in and as much as we like to think it's not, uh, just based on my experience, it, it's fear. It's fear that's driving that reaction. And when you look back at it, when you do that quick actor after action review, or you have some time to take a look at it, once you calm down, your heart rate goes down, you realize that that reaction was pretty irrational. It was irrational. It served really no purpose. It wasn't effective. And you're kind of stuck with a lesson learned. Now, if you're in any type of a leadership position, assumed, appointed, or otherwise, that projects an image of somebody who doesn't have total control, somebody who 
can be irrational at times, who's somewhat of an emotional thinker, somebody who isn't as well put together as they would like. And I can think of a couple of situations that I've been in, and that has definitely been the projection from me to my co-workers, um, fellow soldiers, and things like that. But at the end of the day, it's a great lesson because those situations that were... They were few and far between, but as a whole, if we're able to train to do things that are outside our comfort zone, that enable us to keep our heart rate down, to be cognizant of the situations, we can train ourselves to react in in a certain way, um, it, it certainly is possible. Now, the human factor comes into play here too, where we're not all going to be a hundred percent perfect a hundred percent of the time. That's just that's not logical. That's not feasible. It's not rational. It's not to have that expectation of yourself your teammates, your, you know, managers, leaders, bosses, whatever, that having that expectation uh, sets the bar incredibly high. And, and in my opinion, it's, it's just unattainable. What we can do, though, is we can put in the work. We can put, in, put ourselves in situations where we can learn to keep our heart rate down, control our breathing. And then the physiological factors will come into play. Um, we can control that fight or flight response. We can learn to use that level of fear to push us in the right direction versus holding us back. Um, there's a ton of exercises. There's a ton of things that we can do to help mitigate a lot of those negative reactions or those irrational, illogical reactions. The thing we have to keep in mind, usually we react to something that's pretty acute, right? Pretty, pretty fast, pretty dynamic, pretty intense situations. That's what's going to initiate a reaction from us versus a response. We have to practice that. And there's a ton of material out there to work on, whether it's the Wim Hof method, uh, Goggins, do something that sucks every day, put yourself in an uncomfortable situations, make yourself uncomfortable, and then just practice your reactions to it. Nobody likes running in the cold rain. Nobody likes hiking or rucking in the cold, uncomfortable weather. You can, you certainly can, you have the ability, we all are, 
excuse me, we all have the ability to control our reactions. It's very, very difficult. It's definitely not going to be easy. And for those who are in any type of high-pressure career field, any type of law enforcement, military, first responder, that that practice in controlling your reactions will pay dividends. It will absolutely pay dividends, especially as you ascend. And if you're, again, you're an influential leader, you're an assumed leader, people look up to you, or you have that appointed role, you have the rank, you have the title, you have the position. Somebody who can react in a rational manner, not necessarily make the right call 100% of the time, because again, that that's just not feasible. But somebody who's got the approach of they're going to be looked at to make a reaction that is beneficial and more times than not is the right call for the situation is is indis- it's indispensable uh, it leads to credibility respect it leads to people coming to you for a right approach or the right answer and when that happens that's when the leading comes in. It leads to the projection of having a low ego. It has a projection of having integrity, especially if the reaction is wrong, owning that, taking accountability, making a lesson learned, not only for yourself, but for everybody else. And it also leads to understanding the human element that we all make mistakes, we all make the right decisions, we all make the wrong decisions, we all react appropriately, and then sometimes we act inappropriately. It's 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 a human nature. I don't think it's anything that you're going to practice so your reactions are correct 100% of the time. I just don't think that's feasible. Because in every situation, no matter how much we practice and plan, Murphy, Murphy's Law always has a say in what is going on. So to have that expectation, again, is just, it's unreasonable. To practice it and make the controlled reaction as as best you can, um, as consistently as you can, is certainly one one approach that is certainly um, preferred. Now, as as far as responding goes, well, responding is something that is something we can do. Um, especially if it's a situation where the decision doesn't have to be made right then and there. It's not a split-second decision. 
it's something that we can have an approach of logic, of structure, of trying to gain the most, the best available information given the situation, and then taking some time. If it's a situation where the decision will affect something or somebody um, in a very negative way, the response will be a, or responding to that versus reacting to it will be more beneficial to everyone involved. If we do what we can to take the emotion out of it and just look at the 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 kind of just the facts look at what needs to be done how we can break it down if there's any mitigating factors um if there's any contingencies whatever whatever information that we can obtain and then make the best decision for the mission first or whatever the overall organizational goal is, then the team, the people in the organization, and then me, and then me as, as a leader. If, if we can do that and then come to some sort of rational, logical response that is what's going to help the overall mission. It's going to help the overall team versus a more of an emotional reaction to something. When we have something that's pre-planned or something that is, uh, whether it's a project or something that comes with a deadline. We tend to take a more structured approach as far as planning um, deadlines for the objectives leading up to the overall goal. We tend to take a more slow, methodical approach to how we're going to achieve that overall goal. That is a response that that is responding versus given a task and my reaction is we're doing it this way and that's it um, we're doing it this way one way without any type of linear thinking without any type of big picture thinking we're just going to head going ahead and play small ball do it my way or the highway that type of approach is definitely more of a reactionary approach than it is a a response i can say personally that i have benefited the most from a type of leader um for that i can think of right off the rip that 
were much more methodical, were much more deliberate in their approaches to decision-making, to uh, pre-planned tasks and pre-planned missions and, and goals than I was to people who were very reactionary and in my opinion, the reactionary ones were pretty egotistical. They were pretty narrow-minded, my way or the highway, um, very um, small ball thinkers who, at the end of the day, every one of them were exposed to being just what they were and their ascension had a pretty low ceiling. They didn't end up getting very far. Now, what I mean about getting very far, um, their appointed position may have been, you know, higher as far as their level of respect from their subordinates, their trust and credibility, it was as low as you can get as far as going them, those people being the go-to as far as help and direction, guidance and advice. Um, it didn't, it just didn't happen. The ones who have more of an open mind um, as low of an ego the ones who understood the importance of big picture thinking the kind of methodical structured approach to responding versus straight reactions were the ones that were definitely the go-to. They were the ones who people sought out advice from. They, they, these people were the true leaders, and some of them did ascend very well, um, made it up in the ranks in, in, as you know, appointed leaders. But there are more than a few that, that I know of who, who definitely did not. But those are the people that made things happen. Those were the go-to people. Those were the, the true leaders, the ones that got the mission done, those ones who hit every objective. And that's not to say that here and there, the reactions to split-second decisions and things that um, required a reaction. That's not to say that those reactions weren't spot on 100% of the time, because they weren't. But they were certainly used as a lesson learned. And, and these guys didn't run, run away from the fact that they made a bad reaction. They embraced it. They took full accountability 
and they share that lesson. And it was a lesson learned for everybody. And that drove training and that drove um, the risk assessment for the next planning phase of whatever task needed to get done. So in my opinion, responding, if given enough time, um, and I know that through this episode, there's quite a bit of caveats. The major point I'm trying to make here is give, if given the time and we can produce a response versus a reaction, the overall organizational goal, the team, and me as a, an effective team member all the way up to a leader or, or the top dog will be much better off than reacting to everything. And not that reaction, again, not that reaction does not have its place. It absolutely does. The right reaction, the appropriate reactions can be practiced. There is, again, there's a time and a place for everything. Um, just my two cents today when it comes to reacting versus responding. I've had some experience in, in both. I've certainly had some fa- failures in both. At the end of the day, they're all lessons learned, um, and it has enabled certainly me and some teams I've been a part of to, you know, to drive on and um, have some success when it comes to, you know, overall missions and things like that. So that's about it for today. Just um, some quick words to think about. And um, again, I appreciate everybody's support. I appreciate all the listens, all the downloads. It's been uh, a hell of a lot more positive response than I, I could have ever hoped for. So again, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate your time. Uh, I know time is our most precious commodity, and for you guys to give up some of that time to listen to um, some of the stuff I have to say and things that I have to put out definitely means the world to me. So all you guys out there, keep kicking those fucking doors in, and as always, Fido. Thanks, guys. I want to thank everyone for listening to this week's episode of Fido Talk with Dave Thompson. If you would, please subscribe and review. It helps a lot. Uh, Share the word with your friends and family. Have them check it out and provide some feedback. We'd love to hear it. Check us out at barebonesleadership.com for the latest blog and different perspectives on everything leadership. Follow us on the gram. And on our newly updated Facebook page, uh, share your comments, your thoughts, your reviews, any and all feedback is always welcome. 
And don't forget, keep kicking those fucking doors in. And as always, Fido. I appreciate you guys listening. Take care. And see you next time.